Hello and welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG related. I am your host, Matthew, and as always, I have my two co's here, Ryan. I'm so tired. And Scott. I really feel for Adam Driver. I heard he had a slip disc from carrying the three sequel trilogy movies. He really did? Yeah. He really did. Oh, we wish him a speedy recovery. <laughs> With, with his millions of millions dollars. Millions of dollars and glistening abs. Yes. Yes. Ugh. What? Sorry. It's okay. Yeah. Well, it happens when you you're, when you were a, you're a former Marine who then becomes an actor. A world-renowned actor. That legacy sort of stays with you, and you have the money to keep it staging. Logan Lucky was a fun movie, dude. I, don't know. I need to watch it. It was a lot of fun. It's on Prime for free. Yeah. Cool. I need to watch it down. And I actually don't hate Daniel Craig's performance at all. <laughs> I love it. It's actually very funny. It's a, supposedly, it's a very Southern movie. Like if you, It's West Virginia. Yeah. West Virginia NASCAR. Mountain Mama. Yeah. Yeah, that, there's that. That's in Country there. Road. No shit, they know. sing that. Of oh, course, of course they, do. they do. But anyways, unlike this is not a movie podcast. This is a role play Yeah, there's podcast. too many of those. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, guys, it's a new year. It's not a new us, but we're here. We're back. We are. I have shed some amount of my former self in the form of skin. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Every seven years, you're a whole new person. And, you know, my emotional energy is draining out of me at a, 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 a at alarming, an, a, a alarming clip. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, but thank you guys very much. We know we did something a little weird. We went a little bit of a winter break. We thank you very much for that. I uh, hope I you got, enjoyed 10 Candles. Yes, that was... Fantastic! What a spoop! As soon as Matthew gets me the clean audio, I'll be it'll the video of it will be up on my Patreon. Oh yeah, I forgot oh, I need to do that. Yeah. We're on mic to shame him. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah no, I, I, I think I've been hanging on to it. Yeah, I for, totally forgot that. Uh, yes, so we went on that winter break. It allowed us to rest and sort of recuperate and get things lined up for this year because we got some plans. My God, we actually have plans. We have a a loose. Very loose idea of what we're doing this year. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, we've got interviews that we want to mm -hmm. do. Yeah, we've got, there's a Kickstarter. That there's a very important Kickstarter that's coming soon. Yep. Oh, boy. And I'll talk about that in a minute for uh, for the news, but let's get right into it. Scott, how has your gaming been? It's been a minute. It has been a minute. Uh, I've been running my games. You know, I got my vampire game started back up after winter break, which was super cool. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been running D&D, &D, uh, also started that back Back up, it's great. Uh, oh yeah, uh, and then last night uh, over on Simulacra Studios, we played a game called The Midnight World by Mr. James Davy and oh, co man. and company. And company, yes, uh, a good time. It was a real good time. It was a play test game. So uh, somehow we won. Somehow we we made it out. Um, so yeah, that was really fun. It was a cool stream. It's uh, live on Twitch right now, and it's going to be on YouTube shortly. Yep. Uh, definitely by the time this podcast is released, it'll be up on YouTube. Oh, yeah, it should. Absolutely. Uh, so check that out. You can see the streaming setup that uh, I've been yammering on about for a year now. Yep. We, um, got, we got new lights and everything. New lights and everything. It looks looking pretty sweet. Uh, so, yeah, I'm super happy about all that. Uh, got the upcoming... We've got in plain sight in a couple months. Yes, yeah, dog. Uh, which is the the vampire, and which apparently, according to Abby, uh, Atlanta by Night is going to be there in character. Oh, cool! Yes, the Atlanta by Night people That's are awesome. going to actually be there as their characters. This will be, and we get to affect the plot of Atlanta by Night. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to, I need to talk to them about some stuff. Yeah. First uh, of all, I need to go watch Atlanta by Night. I've been watching it; it's pretty good. Uh, it's it's an interesting story. Uh, they've got an interesting cast, so kudos to them. Uh, yeah, and then Ryan and I 
uh, are officially going as a war pack to the night in question later yes. this year. With some other wonderful people. Oh, yeah. Uh, Murphy will be joining us as a vampire this time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and we and two of our good friends. Uh, uh, yeah, Mo, Mo oh, no, a- a- Ash and Austin, uh, who we were down there next next time, and they're, uh, they're um, with Mo, who's a player in my vampire game. Mo will be there as well, so we look forward to hanging out with all of them. Oh, and yeah, we dropped that fat cash on that war pack. We real did. Uh, and it's going to get gross. Gloss. Because yeah. I don't think, hey, Sabat players, mm-hmm. I don't think y'all was gross enough. <laughs> I was there. I'm going to be burly Russian La Sombra. If they let me play Ravnus, I'll play Ravnus, of course. And I'm, I'm willing to bet they'll they'll slide it your way, man. Well, it is 1998. You really, so. really see some butterflies. Yeah, that's, that's what I'll make them see. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. a li- not a not not a hand grenade or <laughs> hand grenade or not a needle slowly penetrating their eyeball. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, what they annoyed me. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I will not be there because it, this year they decided to make it a little warmer, mm-hmm. so they moved up the timetable to just after Dragon yeah, Con. It's, it's, and it, I've already committed myself to Dragon it's Con. It's on September 11th. Yeah, my opinions about Dragon Con have been stated. That's uh, so fine. the choice was easy. Um, uh, yeah, there was no choice for us. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I hope you guys have a but great yeah, time. Yeah, it is on September 11th, isn't it? Never forget. Never forget. Anyways, moving right on. Ryan, how has your gaming been? Uh, well, we overlap with a lot of stuff, but I do play the. Uh, we, we, you and I play the Mad Mage game, and we're like level nine now, and that's rad. That's rad. It's we're doing cool. su- super amounts of dwarf stuff. I got lo- I got longsword hands now because I'm a monk. Yep. Nice. Uh, we did the, the Midnight World yesterday, which was a super good time. Uh, uh, we did session zero for Star Wars. We did oh, session yeah. zero for Star Wars, which. Is that the first we're announcing that I'm we're doing that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've, I've told people. I, I think, oh, yeah, okay, uh, cool. May know, but uh, uh, oh, yeah, mind. guys. So I'm running a Star Wars, <laughs> uh, Fantasy Flight Star Wars game. Uh, we got Matt, Scott, Linda, and Murph in it. Yep. And it's gonna be uh, gonna be a time. It'll be in their next long form actual play. So yeah, it's gonna be to it's hear, gonna run for a while. You get to hear what I'm like as a as a storyteller. Yeah. Um, we Sorry. also uh, have the, the Patreon, the Patreon demanded uh, game of Talisman. Yep. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, oh, thank you, Mr. Michael Tyson. And gonna, all patrons, by the way, all yeah. patrons. I you love all, you all. It's all your fault. <laughs> yes, I know it is. Uh, I want well, my bunny bracelet, Matt. <laughs> you will get a bunny bracelet. I'm going to be running it. I'm going to be just running the talisman sort of short, short starter adventure for uh, Ryan, Scott, and my wife, Linda. It'll be a hilarious time. It'll be a little while before we actually sit down and record and get that out there, but we it is on the docket, I promise. Uh, We're going to take the piss. going to take the piss. Yeah, that's uh, fine. But yeah, other than that, I've been playing uh, No Man's Sky a lot because they they released Next a while back and there's mm. been expansions. I didn't know how much it changed with it. It's a full game now. It's <laughs> it was got, a big game before. Tough. Yeah, it, I realize it's all the it's it's the parts of our MMOs I like mm-hmm. the crafting system and general exploring around and occasionally fighting things. Mm-hmm. I couldn't give a shit less about. The story, for the most part, uh, there's sure, you know, but I, I, it feels like that—that's a game where you're like, I did a little bit of the story, I don't care about any of the rest of it. Like, I just did enough to get past this like one little part, and then yeah, that's I've got it. a fucking, I've got hyper, you know, I've got light speed. I can, I can go start jumping if yeah. I want. Boop boop boop. Getting back to my base. 
Yeah, um, as for my gaming, pretty much all the same. I've been running Descent into Avernus for friends. Yeah. Uh, on the occasion, we have like a, a free, some free time yeah, to do so. it's basically a pickup game. Basically. Yeah, it's cool. I'm having a blast doing it. Roll20 is amazing. I love yeah, Roll20. Yeah, we, we got the new rig at the in our, in our gaming space. It's almost good enough to be a streaming space or almost good enough to be a recording space. We'd have almost. to put some stuff. You do a few things to make it that happen, but it's great as a gaming space because... Mm-hmm. That is the gaming space of the future of like a forty-inch television, forty-inch television with a dock. monitors, mm-hmm. stuff like that, all yeah. set up. Well, you haven't seen uh, when we integrate Roll Twenty up on the the flat screen. Oh, I bet that's nice. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, that's good because we basically do it a lot, like what we do over at your place, yeah. Ryan, which is uh, some one of the PCs controls us on the board, so that we basically have our battle map, but mm-hmm. it's all digital, so it's very easy to set up. No one has to bring everything. Oh yeah, I'm actually playing stuff. in an Eberron game. Uh, oh yeah. Andrew, oh wow. Andrew, who runs our uh, Mad Mage game wanted to do an Eberron game with a slightly different cast of ne'er-do-wells and he uses a tome of maps hmm. it's a book that is like a foot and a half tall by about a foot wide and you fold and every single page when you open it out is, is a, a full, full, full battle map how did you lay it down on the ground does it come out yeah well oh, no no it just it just opens up to it and you just put something under the whichever side is lighter and and it'll oh, eventually, interesting. And, it, and the spine is completely flat, so there's no ah. curvature. So any page you open it to is a full flat battle. I don't want to f- actually physically see this thing. I mean, if you would go, you would need to go over to Andrews. It's quite large. Yeah, I've, 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 <laughs> like I, I said, I, I, I described the dimensions. Yeah, pretty reasonably. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Like it was fun. I played Artificer for yeah. the first time. I, even at level one, I actually felt pretty hoss. I mean, my first action was to cast catapult on a crowbar and hit a cultist in the face with it. Nice. So as you do, yeah, one hit, one hit killing a dude as your first action in a game. That's a good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, a good it feels, always feels, always feels, feels good. good, man. Feels good, man. Yeah, it feels very good. Yeah. So that's our been our gaming. So we're gonna go right into the news. Here is the news. Here is the news. Hey, Matt, what's the news? There's a lot of it. Actually. That's cool. Because it's been over a month since we've physically recorded, so we've got to go down the Indeed. list. Uh, R.I.P. Fantasy Flight. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's news number one. I bought the I bought the Legend of the Five Rings core book and some of the dice just to have them. Do it. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you know how, I, guys, I know I say I don't care about the art and books and stuff, but... I do. Yeah. I think they're pretty, and I like having the physical. I love having physical role playing books. There's mm-hmm. just something so nice about it. Even the Wuji dice for yeah. Legend of the Five Rings are pretty. I, I looked at those. You told me you bought those special dice because it's the Genesis system. So, but it's for Legend of the Five Rings, which I didn't know they did that for. Yeah, I didn't know they were using that system for it. So I was like, oh, those look really pretty. They're yeah. really kind of like yeah, exotic looking. The white. There's white. 12-sided dice and yes. then black six-sided dice and right. I don't know the system at all. Yeah, and it's got like various different images like lotuses and stuff on it to... I haven't I haven't had time to read the core book because I, I feel like it's like if I'm going to sit here and read one fantasy flight game I should probably be prepping for a different one. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so what we were, what Scott got to is uh, as far as we know, Fantasy Flight has pretty much shut down the bulk and removed the bulk of their employees of their RPG game line. What do they do now? Um, they're, they're mo- well, they're mostly a board game company because I was yeah. actually talking oh, to a couple, yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine, and uh, I was mostly, and we were discussing the whole situation. And the thing that I got from him was that you have a couple years ago, Fantasy Flight got bought out by like Amov or some gargantuan world uh, board game company, mm-hmm. and 
And one of the things is that happens a lot of the time in the history of role-playing games is when a company that is not uh, a role-playing company is bought out by a non-role-playing company, very, very, eventually they just shut that division down. They buy all the AP, but they shut that division down because the amount of profit you make ver- versus using it for that IP for something else is not the same. It's a very small or large. Doesn't does Fantasy Flight make a Star Wars Legion as well? Like, the yeah, f- I think so. Because that's probably that's a miniatures game, mm-hmm. so there's profit in yeah to be made in. And that. also, you got to remember the if you have the if you're a board game company, you already have the infrastructure for making board games and things that are like board games but the moment you try to start books books and doing in doing the demands of a role-playing company it changes drastically because the needs mm-hmm. are different um and why sunk more money to devote bringing up your uh rpg end of it when you already have all of this other infrastructure ready to go for your board games yes why make art yeah <laughs> why make art <laughs> yeah so I hope everyone from that was a former Fantasy Flight can find some work, and maybe they'll probably mm-hmm. spiral off. I wouldn't doubt a few of them probably were like, we're going to start our own company, we're going to do our own thing with, you know, hookers and blackjack. With bla- like with blackjack and D10s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're... What's interesting is Fantasy Flight held a lot of very interesting licenses. Really did. Yeah. And the so list was pretty crazy, actually, yeah, when you so look at it. We're going we're gonna to see who ends up picking up some of those licenses. I'm sure they have... Oh, They'll wi- keep what they have for like their board games and, and Wizards games. is ready to lock down that fifth ed, mm-hmm. that fifth ed Star Wars. It's coming, my man. Now that this has happened, yeah, I'm pretty and, sure. And Fetty's Flight one has been out for like six years, so it it could it's due for like it's so it, it would nice be very interesting. It would be interesting because okay, so the progression of the Star Wars tabletop role playing game yeah. is a very different one from Dungeons and Dragons, but there are about five or six editions. Yes. Second one was West End Games, uh, PIP system, garbage, absolute garbage. Yeah, it's actually I like it, and some other people like it. But Star- I mean, Stormtroopers were appropriately horrifying, which was <laughs> awesome. Uh, third edition was just D and D and Star Wars space. They, they had did- a couple of cool and, ideas. Oh in no, there. I, I loved it. I played it for six years. Uh, Three point five Star Wars was also that, mm-hmm. and they had the Saga edition, which was basically four O. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they have your fantasy. You have your fantasy flights, mm-hmm. which is a whole different beast. Which is a whole different thing. Wh- which they basically made a whole new system. Well, they had. I think that was b- that was well before they had the generic Genesis system. I think that was the first previewing of the Genesis system. Yeah, as we understand and, it, out into the open. But so it will not shock me if in a year or less we see the announcement for the new Wizards Star Wars edition. Mm-hmm. Like, I mm-hmm. think it's going to happen. And I won't be upset. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Fifth edition, it's if good. They can, make it, I, they can tweak a few things. They can balance out a few things. I think it'll be all right. Yeah, I think, it'll be, just I think it'll be great. I mean, it'll just treat them like treat Jedi like sidekicks in the old way. They got points. Yeah, they still haven't gotten sidekicks right in the fluffy. Yeah, well, they have, you notice that they keep, they're like, well, we have these UA features that are fake psychics. It's like, now get that shit out of here. I want psionics, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they, but that's the whole point because they're, they haven't committed to one thing. I know this is slightly off topic, but it does involve new stuff, which is in the UA, they've started revealing a lot of things that could you could easily use as psychic stuff for your game. And I understand their logic because they're not willing to commit, hey, guys, we have spells. Spells are just kind of generic abilities. Why don't we just start referencing now them it's, now it's a way a psychic does yeah, yeah things. exactly mm-hmm. and they're not willing to do that well, because the, they 
it, for some reason it breaks the system. Well, I don't, or it breaks their paradigm in their head of how to designing it. Psionics was always a completely separate system, and mm -hmm. that's the thing. It was a PowerPoint based spend PowerPoints yeah. for different levels of. You I know, mean, they have a thing for like like that kind of worked with Key. Like, and they have that in the DMG. The DMG says if you would like to use spell points, mm -hmm. that's in the system's yeah. right there. The in spell the, point. All it would need to do. Well, the thing is, is like they need to commit. Because one of the big things about psionics is it isn't magic. It's yes. right. the names of the powers, the flavor of what they do, and how they do it just aren't. And they look at a dude, magic. and it, the equivalent of a fireball may go off, mm -hmm. but, but they it, just yeah. look at a look at an area, and that's it. Well, that's pyrokinesis, right. and that's you know, wow. as we know from from all of our times in, in Aeon, mm -hmm. that happens different. Oh yeah, yeah. magic fire. Oh, times. And, and, and that's and that's the problem is they already gave the spell point system and sort of like the cool like innate magic stuff to sorcerers. That was the biggest issue. They gave it to sorcerers, and then it's like, well, the, you shit. You basically gave the main thing that would all have been good for sciences into sorcerers. Really, right? all they want, all we want, guys, wizards, wizards of the coast. I know you're listening. J Craw, is just yeah. like, just make the three classics again. Like the three classics, make them sorcerers of varying flavors. Guys, let's be honest. You have like unique abilities at what? Third level, sixth level, 11th level, 14th level. Yeah. At, and then what? 17th level? Well, that's huh? what they sort of did with wizards in the new Sinaticist tradition. Yeah. And they gave, oh, was it the aberrant mind for sorcerers? That's fair. Did they do soul knife? Yeah, yes, again? they did. They did it for rogue. Rogue okay. is soul knife. Um, psychic, that's they fair. call it psychic warrior for Fighters. fighter. Um, the and warlock obviously always had the um the great old one yeah. as their psychic. I mean, one. as long as your ability like at your art, as long as it's an archetype, it's yeah. actually just fine. Yeah, like that's and, what they've been doing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a prediction that I have no basis for making. Okay, cool. If we're gonna see like an actual psionics, we're gonna see it in Spelljammer. Yes, and speaking of that, we're gonna go right into the next part of the news that got got well, D and D uh, fans a little flustered is uh recently the uh, before we knew what it was uh people were like dd's got a new book gonna be out in march oh what's it gonna be and everyone was like spell jammer because they've been talking about a yeah. lot of classes mm -hmm. and they're like "Ooh, spell jammer we're gonna get spell jammer and no nope uh no mercer <laughs> curse you Curse you, Matt Mercer. <laughs> How dare you be creative and have things that people like. I think, didn't I make fun of him last night? I think I, think I feel at like, some point you did. I said, it's like, yeah, they'll just let you write an RPG book. <laughs> <laughs> you could be a really attractive, talented person, and they'll just let you write an RPG book, apparently. <laughs> when you have literally million, millions yeah, of people that will follow you. I know he's fucking yeah. good at his job. Yeah. I know it. I'm no. just mad as fuck because I don't give a fuck about Critical Role. No, yeah, and so what they did is... Oh, they I really... will say, the class he wrote does look cool, though. Yeah, they they have they have uh, the that's the blood hunter that was like that was from no that's from the very beginning of season two i think uh but they've done the, was it uh called uh echo knight no that was one of the archetypes the oh explorer's guide to wild mount mm -hmm. which is the actual book and it basically covers that all campaign of, setting yeah campaign season two campaign oh man campaign how, ni two. how nice for all those beautiful actors to have their really powerful characters written up in step <laughs> I'm sure they'll really enjoy that. Oh, but what's interesting about this one is they're introducing, <sighs> besides just the play, you can play in the world that is in Critical Role, you can also be like, here's a couple archetypes that really give unique flavor, and they're adding a whole, like, 
probability manipulation magic as well as mm. gravity manipulation magic. Mm. They're going deeper into that. So there's like a gravicist. There's a well, dunamancy. Cool. What? That sounds fucking cool. Yeah, it is. God like damn the Dunamancer. The so Dun- they put some. Okay, no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. So what, hold you're on, te- on. what you're telling me is they won't give us fucking psionics, but they'll put like a new whole class and like multiple like pseudo psionic things in the book that no one fucking cares <laughs> about because I don't fucking care about that setting. A, there's no. It's not a whole new class. There, there is no no class. Bloodhunter is a new class. Yeah, but it's it's not in Wildmount. It's it's going to be it's its own isolated thing. Okay, I believe it's on Beyond. That's all yeah. I know. Beyond it, that was because he's it's trying so to raise, easy. It's so easy. It's just so um, easy. No, we're gonna get Dunamancy and Dunamancer and Gravisist are all wizard. So classes, mm-hmm. which wizard needs a lot, some more like unique ones because they don't have really. I mean, all their arcane ones. traditions kind of blow. Uh, They're not attractive. I want to try an evocationist at some point because their high end abilities are pretty flipping. Let's rad. blow shit up, man. Yeah, yeah. I guess um, I guess it's like, well, every class is good if you get it to seventeenth level. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, it's true. It's very very true. Um, but what we're seeing in March, we're going to see uh, Explorer's Guide to Wildmount, so if you like Critical Role, you want to do stuff in Critical Universe, you can. I'm not actually that mad about it. I just, I'm just tired. Performative. It, yeah, yeah, it's, the, it's, it's all a performance. <laughs> Everything is a performance. Performative rage. Performative mm-hmm. rage. Ah, like, the internet. Like Game Grumps. Everyone, he's not actually that uh, mad Obviously, we have Boulder Gate 3 coming out eventually uh, at some point. That's going to be super rad. We're probably all going to play it, and we're all going yeah. to talk about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, Larian Studios, who made uh, Divinity Original Sin 2, uh, they are the... There are So there's two schools of thought now. Yep. There is full turn-based in games that were meant for that, i.e. Larian in the yeah. tradition. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, what if Baldur's Gate's combat system wasn't fucking garbage? Yeah. <laughs> what if it made sense and, you know... You had some me- actual measure of control at me about it. Um, <laughs> but, and then you have, I think, Obsidian, who does Pillars of Eternity, right. Tyranny. And it's like, oh man, Tyranny, that game looks fucking awesome, except it uses the not in turn based, it uses the time based yeah. combat. Mm-hmm. Real time with pause. Yeah. Ah, uh, the most fun combat system. Oof. Woof. Woof indeed. But, but yeah, Larian doing Baldur's Gate. Hopefully they'll just do a turn-based like Divinity without all the clouds. Hmm. Divinity two had too many clouds. My clouds. They had environment. They went real ham on the environmental effects. Like, uh, okay. Like areas of certain amounts would be covered in say like one of the simplest ones is hey it's rain of blood you literally cover the ground in blood and certain things like you suck up blood and heal yourself with it or you electrify the blood because it's water and now it shocks the shit out of people for standing on it or you freeze it and they fall it's you know it's just that kind of crap and then like you can vaporize it and make blood mist which is corrupting and awful it's you know it's that kind of crap but it got real i literally have been in battle maps that were 100 percent covered in fire like just just, just, just everything on fire everything was on fire no two people are not on fire. <laughs> no two people are not on fire. So uh, as for some other news that's come down the pipe, uh, uh, I need to do some more digging because until 5e came out, I didn't know who the hell Mordifius was. <laughs> they make a lot of shit, man. And, uh, then I started doing some digging because they recently announced... Discerners! Yeah. Uh, no, dis- Dishonored. And Fallout. And Fallout. And Dune. And Dune. Yeah. They're and V5. Get, so it's like... What what, what? Do you, what V5 book are they making? They made the first one. 
Okay, they are the ones who they, they are the now that they're now the ones that are are making the the main the main V five yes. core and whatnot. They uh, have, um, they, they're making they Fall this? of London, the Second Inquisition, and the Player's Guide book are the ones that they're coming up so, with next. I mean, okay, so like, are they doing the system? Did they do the system of V five? No, that had they to be published the they they, they published they the published the core book. Gotcha. Yes, uh, all, and then they got basically the permission to. Develop. Handle of develop all the other books because I mean, not I saw, all the other books. I saw they were working directly with all the property owners mm-hmm. for all, like they're working directly with Arcane for Dishonored. Yep. Yeah, and that's fucking. Oh, well, fucking they have great. to do that with Fallout too because they have the license. Yeah, so they're like, you need. And what's cool about Fallout, we haven't really seen like a really good tabletop Fallout game mm-hmm. in a long time. There's a lot of like. Oh, you could totally use this game system and play Fallout, and that's wah, wah. yeah, just move around right along. Be a very, very, very deep crafting system in that game, mm-hmm. which tabletops plus crafting systems have always been a little tricky. Yeah, I've very you gotta, it's across. hard to make them entertaining because it's not a visual, you, it's not well, a tactile well, or visual you, medium. And also, it's like you don't want have a character. It's like, all right, I make a bunch of shit. Nothing's hard. It's like, <laughs> like but, in Fallout. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> True, but I, I could give a shit less about Fallout as a tabletop game. Dishonored is where my heart is. It's way yeah. cool. It's cooler than Fallout. I, I, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm eager to see what they do with Dishonored and oh, give me that how mark. much they bring. Like, obviously, they're going to use all the license to, but what they're going to decide to fill out. Give me that mark of the outsider. Yep, oh, ah, baby. Yeah, the chosen's of the outsider, are like, or the chosen's of the the entities. Yeah, yeah, like outside. more than just him, other creatures well, and I beings. Mean, have y'all both played Death of the Outsider? Yeah, yeah. No, I have. But go ahead, it's been All right, too long. fuck you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the Outsider wasn't what we thought he was. Mm. He was just some poor dumb bastard. He was some poor dumb bastard that some cultists hundreds of years ago put in the slot of God. Oh, Jesus. So he was, they, he was like a teenage so, boy. So that they could like more easily channel it. Oh, uh, uh, wow. Yeah, they used him as a conduit to the void, basically, mm-hmm. to power themselves. They just all died off mostly, but apparently the people... It was strongly suggested that the people who did it to him as a group were still very, very much active in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had it, like... And the, the in my mind, Dishonored 3 would be... Let's the, kill those fuckers. The outsider... Mm-hmm. Be, being a human again because that's the good ending. You yeah, you, yeah, help you, him. you you help you him save him free, free him from and his. He goes all he goes all assassin mm-hmm. like you know that all, would be so you play oh that would be so you cool play as the you outs- play the outsider on your quest for vengeance for the uh, fuckers which is who fucking all killed. what dishonored is, is all about yeah and who deserves vengeance more than that poor guy oh yeah yeah. Oh so uh, yeah, Death of the Outsider. Like so, you, Arcane you, Studios. I know you're also listening. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's my suggestion for. Uh, you can write the check too. You, yeah, you, may, please make the check out. Death of the Outsider. You slowly piece together what the Outsider was and what happened to like, him. Like what happened beforehand. The, like your memories are a little scattered. No, I mean you're, no, you're, you're not. Showed. No, you're you're not the Outsider. You are uh, Billy. 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 Okay. Uh, so like, but you you're you're on the trail. No, that's what I'm saying. You're on the trail to it, and then you. You figure it out, and yep. you make the choice whether to off him or extract him from that position. Neat. Uh, and yeah, the good ending is you get him out, and he's free. And that would be super badass for Dishonored 3. I know. The moment I saw it, I'm like, well, why don't I get to watch his quest for vengeance? Because he seems to have 3,000 years worth. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, just got a whole uh, tally. Just because I'm not in the socket anymore doesn't mean I don't have the juice. <laughs> 
And he's like, I've seen terrible things. Like, I've seen entire civilizations go underwater. Rise and fall. Of everything. I've been party to it. <laughs> I because helped. I have no choice. I'm a servitor of a, of a terrible function. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. See what's up with that. 2D20s, eh? Really? Yeah, that's the morbifious, morbifious system is 2D20 roll under. I believe. I believe your stats oh, are uh, percent, probably some, not necessarily some percent. Right, variety of. It's 2d20 roll under. Like, any anyone who's done enough gaming knows what I'm talking about. Yep. That works. I'm also eager to see what they do with Doom because that's ramping oh, up yeah. sooner rather than later because they've announced that a while back. And so I'm eager to see, especially. Been, and we have the movie of Doom coming soon. So the question, I guess, is who the fuck are these guys? Yeah, I know. I really, I, I'm going to do some are, digging. Who are they? Who is? I'm guessing, I'm guessing that it's, if you look at the list of actual people involved in it, there are some, probably some names that have been part of the industry for a very long time. Yeah. And this is just the form they took when mm-hmm. certain companies split up. Certain well, they were part ended. of the very bears research I've done. They were like a part of, they are part of, um, not CCP, um, Paradox. Paradox. They were part of Paradox, and that that was sort of something that grew out and budded out of Paradox um, that now is its own thing. Yeah. Um, Other news. Um, Like we said, we did a cool run-through because on February 14th, our good friend James Davey, friend of the show, will be putting his Kickstarter live for his game. The Midnight World. Well, I know why I blanked on that name right there. Yes, yeah, February 14th, the scariest day. The scariest day, yes. Uh, we spooky had a day. super rad fun time with that because it's, uh, it's a spoopy world, but you play normal people in the spoopy world who where unnormal things are happening. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not quite Earth. Nope. It's not quite our world. Uh, it's not like the wor- world of shade and... And, and, uh, yeah, the and, world of dimness. And um, Twilight. The zone of dimness. Um, <laughs> but it is a darker world, actually, yes. because yeah. uh, there's some weirdness with the, the, the sun and the moon. Yeah, I really like uh, that. That's an interesting little tweak. Uh, basically, no matter, you can see the sun, it's there, but it, it's never... Always overcast. No, it's never overcast. It's as bright as it, it would be, be overcast. overcast. So you know what the sun is. The sun exists. But it's dim. And if the moon is out, even if you have a sliver of the moon, it's as bright as if it was a full moon. A full moon. Unless there's a new moon, and apparently some shit happens on the new, new moon. New moon so. when there's complete darkness. Oh, that's how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's some... I'm, I'm willing to bet that there's some sort of, like, work clauses of, like, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 new moon... <laughs> Well, we're not going to talk about it's called why. it's called the purge. Yeah, we're not going to talk about why no one has to come into work on that time, not <laughs> night. But no one has to come into auto, work. Auto shutters yeah. come down yeah. from every. <laughs> oh no, never, never that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was a great little time because we played normal dudes. We got put through a cool scenario in the rain. Uh, it basically, and what's interesting about it uh, that we learned through that is. It deals a lot with trauma and dealing with the sort of like and role playing through trauma, dealing with it, but also being heroic. While it's a you- game for grownups. Mm-hmm. Yes, very big much time. So. Yeah. Well, I, I I like his their mission statement, which uh, is being you know a more realistic portrayal of trauma and PTSD and yes. the, the the way it affects you. It's not an all the time thing. Uh, it's not like a constant. It's not. It's not a little little stat block that you put on top of your character, and that that's what you are for the rest of your life. Yeah. It it happens in specific circumstances. Certain things make it worse. 
uh, certain things to make it better. Yes. Uh, it's, it's very much kind of an ebb and flow and depending a lot on your environment and, and what's and going on. Besides just sort of the sort of the sort of the building blocks, the foundational blocks mm-hmm. of that of your character, they have that's very fundamental to the mechanics is the clock, the mm-hmm. down, countdown clock, which only generally almost always but, ever goes up. And we won't and won't go too deep into it. Yeah. But mostly it's the resource management. And those num and they vary, and you and they matter, them, and they matter, and stuff gets weirder the, th- the higher the numbers get. Yep, it, it's I love the fact that there is a palpable feeling of relief when you hit a, hit, hit over the hit over an hour. I was so relieved yep. to s- lose a piece of myself, mm-hmm. yeah, because that meant all the tent, all that distress went away, mm-hmm. and, and even I, got something out of it. Like because yeah. it's a small yeah. small preview. If you in the clock, if you go to another hour, that's your level. That's your level. You're leveling. Mm-hmm. You're actively leveling up now, during the course of the, the game. The worse now, the higher up you get, yeah, the worse things get. Well, for I you. think I think something that can be said is this game is not. Designed for long-term campaigns, super long-term. Nope, they are. They, these are short vignettes of games. Yeah, uh, because the system, I don't think, will allow you to go for a super long time. No, and that's fine. That's fine. It is what it is. Like it's purpose-built to be. You no, know, not every game can go from level one to twenty. That's, that's true. Basically, how that goes. This one goes from one to eleven and a half, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh, twelve uh, on the very last on the last day, <laughs> the last day of your game. Uh, but regardless, um, what other cool news are you guys aware of in the RPG world? Uh, Dude, there's a, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, good stuff, man. Um, uh, 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 Cyberpunk got kicked back. Yes, Cyberpunk's kicked back. What other RPG got kicked back? Bloodlines, Bloodlines got kicked back, but that was a while ago. Yeah. Um, oh, that was another piece of news. It's it's fairly minor because I don't know if you guys probably haven't been keeping track of this. Probably Two not. things: a, I recently discovered uh, Capers, the role playing game Capers. I was like, man, are we have this isn't a food podcast. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Capers, they're delicious. They're no, really no. good. They add, a, they add a spice to everything. Uh, uh, Capers, which is a really interesting system that's been out for a while, and they're in the middle of kickstarting. Uh, a hardback cover of a book because they are mm-hmm. kickstarted like the book itself, uh, which is about 1920s superheroes. So uh-huh. it's a superheroes game, but set in 1920s. Uh, okay, and it's really interesting just because I've been following the system. Um, Adam Coble did does these things called first looks, which he's like, "Hey, I've never looked at this RPG. This is the fir- my I'm live streaming essentially the fir- my first examination of this game. It's not really mm-hmm. a review because I haven't played it, but I'm looking through it and answering questions, and it looked very intriguing to me. Hmm. Um, that uh, reminds me of something. What? We got the official announcements of uh, uh, yeah. Trinity Continuum Adventure, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, as well as Trinity Continuum Assassins, Assassins, which is the first other world, the mm-hmm. outside of the core continuity, right? Uh, which is basically it's the modern setting, but darker. But darker. It, it Instead is, of it being a, a, a thing more of a hope, we're going to get a grittier setting. Would you like to play John Wick? John Wick Assassins Creed. I would. Yep. Uh, like, yeah, <laughs> I, it, I can't watch. I can't wait to watch the uh, the uh, 
the John Wick TV show. And by the, I mean, it's called The Continental, but... Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. I forgot it was, it was being made. It is. That's great. But yeah, I know that, that's that. Uh, the thing about Adventure that's interesting is they're probably not fucking with the timeline that much, but they are moving it forward to the 30s. Yes. So get ready to fuck up some Nazis. Yeah, we're gonna, they're going to fuck up some Nazis. Uh, what I like about it is, what's cool is, because I listened to the podcast, the, uh, podcast about, mm-hmm. the, about that, mm-hmm. and that announcement, and they're like, we're moving up 30 years, so the Anne Society has been around for 10 years. Like, mm-hmm. there's already history behind you mm-hmm. when you start play which gives it some interesting like legacy aspect to it um, uh, so i guarantee that uh be it for polyhedron or simulacra whatever i run in adventure and i will run something in adventure i guarantee killing nazis <laughs> yep like killing one of, like that's going to be the thrust of it yep like pulp heroes be- versus nazis yes because they have pulp like super all, uh, terrible mad science oh stuff, yeah and that's gonna be awesome no it's gonna be like fucking wolfenstein shit yeah like, dude i'm uh, yes. tesla, tesla coil guns mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, is 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 blaskowitz uh he's a talent he's a talent or is he a or is he a stalwart, stalwart. he might yeah, be a stalwart, he's, a stalwart. Yeah. he's really 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 tough yeah yeah you're right some of his buddies are definitely talents oh yeah uh but he yeah he's a he's a stalwart yeah he's but stalwart. yeah no that that's some fun shit i'm looking forward to that um our cup runneth over our cup runneth I mean, over go through it over it's gonna be really rad um, um and hopefully with adventure we'll have more than one book <laughs> That, that's their plan, yep. is to actually flesh that line out, which I'm super down for. Yep. I really, the one thing that I, I trust them, but it's still going to be like waiting with bated breath, um, is how they handle Dr. Primoris and his relationship with the Nazis. Yes. Because in previous adventure, it was implicated that he had some relationship with the Nazis and that that contributed to the falling he had, out. He had some, well, like... Well, 1920. Well, so did Henry Ford, but we well, still drive 19, cars. Oh, yeah, yeah well, well, that's it, a it was because it was it was this was in the future of adventure. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As they made Sorry. some very like very broad strokes about what happens in the future well, he was, because he was studying his yeah. situation. Well, the, basically, the 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 implication was this that he used them. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, you guys are looking into things, and you have a bunch of research. I'll exploit and you. you don't care, and you don't care how you're going about doing this. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I was with the Aeon Society, I'd have all sorts of oh, there's paperwork. Yes, uh, there's and pa- ethics. Yeah, there's paperwork here, but it gets approved. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm I'm hoping that they thread that needle because I, I don't like David Small being a Nazi. I just don't like him. I don't like him well, fucking with Nazis. I mean, the Terrigen philosophy. Is not great on a couple I mean, it's levels. not great if you're a human, but... Uh, you guys cannot see my face right now. Uh, but that's the reason why there was always this correlation. Obviously, Primoris slash Divismal later on was like, fuck these guys, because, yeah. well, they, they sucked, and they were, and they went to... He was going one direction, they diverged to the other direction. Yeah, so whatever the, the, the situation with that is, I, I hope it's interesting, and I hope it's not... Uh, I, I hope I, he I tools just, Nazis. Like, I hope he fucking tools I them just, in some way. I have faith at this show. Also, this isn't the time. Yeah. This isn't the time to really dunk on us. With like, hey, that important character is not Nazi the whole time. Yeah, yeah. you know. He very much isn't, though. <laughs> yeah, no. He's, he, that, he helped do a genocide. I would, yeah. 
Mm, probably not. Because like, I'm wondering. Yeah, I'm wondering what they decide to do with that. If they decide to go in, do like a supplement that is World War Two. Yeah. That would be really interesting because then you could do and then figure out and then place what is Divismal doing at well, this time. Yeah, well, Primaris at that Primaris, point. Primaris, sorry. Yeah. What is what is Primaris doing at the time? I mean, I think it's one of those things of like. We'll see. I don't know yeah. what they're going to do with it. Uh, uh, we'll probably have a better idea once the Kickstarter comes out yep. and we start getting those those previews. Yep. Uh, but I'm looking baited, from bated breath, like I'm going to chunk some money into it when it ch- comes out. Yep. So I'm super rad about yeah, that. We don't. We don't have. It's obviously still in red lines mm-hmm. uh, for Aberrant, so we don't have a clear date. Hopefully, within probably, I would say probably by the end of the summer, we'll have it. We'll yeah, have and some, in some, seems, like we'll get, we'll start getting the PDFs. That's so far away. It, I does, know. it does seem, but not, not for but waiting. Before you know it, man. Before you know it, you not know, for waiting here. for a book, just in general as a, as a, <laughs> a flow as a of time. Oh, yeah, that seems far. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then they also announced from Onyx Path. Uh, they came from Beyond the Grave, yes. which is sort of they came from being to see that sort of like B horror from 1950s. Mm. Now they're doing sort of like 60, 70 schlock Shock horror horror. So you like they, I also came up with an idea for Ron that I'd love to pitch them. I love this idea. Uh, they uh, they came from within the house. It it's scream uh, fla- scream stuff. Yeah. They came from within the house, like eighties slasher, eighties nineties slasher stuff, where you where you play much more shorter term games, but it's like there's a, got, there, there's a bad thing. There's a bad thing in the house. You have to deal with it, or mm-hmm. uh, in the neighborhood, and you have to like manage mm-hmm. it. Or in the dreamscape, held, yeah, correct. You know, That'd be cool. Held it, by it the gods from, of dream, and yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's super cool. I'm looking forward to all that. Yep. Um, yeah. They announced something with their next Kickstarter was, and I forgot. They put a symbol up. Uh, Hunter. It's Hunter. Oh, oh, that's right. It's Vigil, uh, mm-hmm. uh, second Hunter. edition Vigil. Yeah, Hunter the Vigil, se- second edition. Oh, uh, obviously, we already know about Exalted Essence, and that, mm-hmm. that's coming down the pipe at Wait, some point. Wait, wasn't there another system that's doing a stripped-down version? Uh, Aberrant, they've talked about what they're doing with Aberrant is the, the wrestling supplement. You're nice. going to have a stripped-down, uh, just basically for Foyton. Yeah, just 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 want to do some very basic, mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about the entire. Mm-hmm. I do a suplex. Yeah, su- yeah I do a suplex. Like, because it's along the lines of like, yeah, you're not trying to kill someone, so like, I think it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. We'll see. And there's probably gonna be some interesting social mechanics as well for you know being like a, the heel, the and heel like turning, mm-hmm. and then like getting the crowd all riled up. Kayfabe. Yeah, doing all that kind of that that interesting stuff. That will be super interesting. I'm looking forward to that because that's just a ridiculous concept. Oh man, now we need to do that for whenever you do an Abra game where one of us comes in with a luchador mask on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, f- oh, guys, you can't see it. I got Scott. It was great. <sighs> uh, I won't say that I'll I'll play with the idea for Atomic Youth. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. No. Are you trying? Boy, are you getting into underground wrestling? <laughs> Shut up, Dad. Shut up, Dad. I'm, yes, a lucha, Dad. I'm a Lucha Libre. Yeah, he looks at the mask. He's like... <laughs> With great power. <laughs> Kevin, you're white. <laughs> Under the mask, you can't tell. <laughs> I don't think it matters. The only thing under this mask is a warrior. <laughs> you know, I want you. This is your character now. Like we've, we've just done it. So I'm just Dean Venture having a weird, having a weird, 
like uh, having we, a Lupa, Lucha Libre right. atomic power fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. And who also actually has superpowers. Yeah. He just unfortunately also has superpowers. <laughs> yeah. You're all welcome. So, oh, speaking of Venture Brothers, it's something to talk about in, pa- in, in patron content. So. Yeah, so that's... Wait uh, for that. Hey, guys, uh, $1 a month gets you yeah. all a whole bunch of extra content. Yeah, and I got some bad news for you. We're heading there soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. because uh, actually... Uh, I wanted to go ahead and say we're very close to the end of Aeon. Um, mm-hmm. There's only like two or three episodes of Aeon left. Then after that, we should be able to skirt right into Star Wars. Star Wars. We're going to have a big deep dive on Star Wars. So mm-hmm. do not worry before we drop the actual Star Wars episode. Oh, we yeah, talk that's a about great that. idea. We probably should. Yes, we will. That's on the docket. I am unfortunately very familiar with that system now. Yeah. Oh uh, man, it's gonna, that's going to be your deep dive then. Oh yeah. Fuck. Well, we're. I don't have to yeah, tell the story. <laughs> I don't have to. I don't have to tell them about the setting at least. <laughs> like that's true. I'm not going to sit here explaining Star Wars to people. It's like uh, so. You see, there's the first. <laughs> well, yeah. let me tell you about the first hyperspace war. That uh, was a, that that was, was a thing. Uh, Thirty thousand years BBY. Uh, right. Right. I think it's cute. Do you think you won't have to explain the setting or won't inadvertently be like. But as you'll see, no, no. The thing is, is like I'll explain like why certain things annoy me in the context <laughs> of the setting. Like, why can't you deflect a fucking blaster? <laughs> but anyways, one dollar a month gets you a whole bunch of extra content. The actual plays, the uh, after show, which is just us talk about whatever the hell it's we've been doing, pop culture, pop culture stuff pop mostly, culture, just shooting us the shit. shooting shit. So, but. Um, that's all the news that we pretty much have. Obviously, we've told you what we're planning to do. We do have some interviews, uh, trying to line up some interviews, trying to get some stuff together. Uh, we are trying to aim to be at Momocon this year. Uh, mm. um, and I will probably be, hopefully, at DragonCon uh, representing Polyhedron as well. So... We'll make sure he has a really nice beanie or something yeah, I mean, with, the, with the symbol on his forehead. Yeah, my, my wife will make it and she'll crochet it. Yeah. Actually, I kind of do want that now. Good idea. Actually, it's a really good idea. Anyways. <laughs> merch. Polyhedron merch. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's on, the, that's on the... Hey, patrons, if you want polyhedron, official Polyhedron that merch, you can also pay on for. the <laughs> If you give us enough money, we will give you options to give us more, more money. money. <laughs> Capitalism. Yeah. We're creatives. Uh, poor, poor creatives. I don't know about you. I'm great. I'm not. Uh, but anyways, so for everyone here at Polyhedron, go where your fun is. Go roll some dice. Hello, everyone. Just wanted to let you all know, if you want to email us, you can at polyhedronpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to get in contact with us via Twitter, you can contact us at PolyhedronCast. And if you want to contact me, I am at BioImportance. If you want to get in contact with me directly, I'm at DivaSmallCav. And I'm a hermit, so just email the show, please. Also, in addition, if you really like the show and you want to support us, go to Patreon.com slash Polyhedron. Give us a buck a month. You get a lot more content, and it'll really help us out. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>